Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. The glory hole is like a, a like big theater of a magic Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mr. Adam. And this is Mrs. Adam. And uh, you found us here on By the Bar. We are continuing with our kink extravaganza. That's part two. Part two, yeah. Um, So, if you listened to us last time, we talked about our experiences at Trist. Mm -hmm. A local... It's fantastic. Yeah, it was a good experience. Uh, All in all, uh, it's a local kink community i suppose yep. um part of the sum next network um it's uh it was good uh, we, we really enjoyed it mm-hmm. um but this episode this issue i like issue better than episode okay. though i know it's probably episode well, we go with issue that's fine issue yeah. anyway sounds like a comic i know right <laughs> i think of it's more of a graphic novel there we go <laughs> Um, but this issue, we want to talk about some of our own personal kinks that uh, the missus and I dabble in, play in, have tried, this time like, it's personal. don't like. Yeah, this time. <laughs> oh, I spoke over you. So say that again, because when you say it, it, it sounds much better than when somebody else says it. This time it's personal. Yeah, I love it. Got your, yeah, great. All right. Um, <laughs> Anyhow, so, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Um, so what we're going to do, what we're going to start with, we've got a, you know, we we're doing this differently than some of our normal podcasts where we do sort of a three act kind of thing. Um, but what we're going to start with this time is I'm going to go through some of the, apparently the top 10 most common fetishes. Mm -hmm. And we will talk about how, if we've had any experience with them, what kind of experience we've had and, uh, what it is. All right. And then we'll move on to your part. All right, let, let's see Which is see the what question is. and answers. All right, so um, I, should I cite my source? Uh, the interwebs, I don't know. It's the internet. I, I searched top 10, uh, right. top 10 fetishes on the Googles for so, men and women. So what does Google says? Um, and this is what popped up as uh, the first link, so I picked it. Uh, the first one is <laughs> adult babies. Um, so this is infantilism is I think what it is known mm-hmm. in the vena- in, in the vernacular. Um, so these are folks that want to be treated as children. Right. My understanding is that this is l- very, very rarely is it a sexual fetish. Um, these are people that want to be taken care of and taking, you know, have somebody giving control over completely to somebody. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> have you ever had any interest 
in being a mummy or a baby in uh, adult play? Generally, it's not something I would think of, except for those rare times where you're sick. I'm sick. Yes, because then we're laying on the couch. You're usually laying on my lap. You feel like shit. And sometimes, you know, you're usually, especially if you're like really, really sick and you have a fever, but you're hot. But sometimes, you know, even otherwise, you'll just, just even with a cold, you'll roll over and, and, you know, sometimes because when you're sick, you don't necessarily feel like having sex, but we cuddle. And so at that point you might be like suckling on me and things like that. And I'm like, you know, this is kind of nice and just comfortable. And it's that cuddling and just that gentle kind of suckling. And I'm usually kind of petting you a bit and whatnot. So it's not something I necessarily think of, but in that kind of scenario, it's like, I can kind of see this. I mean, granted, most of those people are taking it further than that, but just that kind of, introductory kind of edge bit i can yeah i can kind of see that so i love it that even when i'm on death store you're thinking about sex <laughs> you're not necessarily on death store like it says it may be a cold or something but it's just where you feel hey, bad hey, enough hey, to hey, not hey, have hey. sex man flu is is <laughs> it's it's worse than ebola if yeah. you've never had man flu because you know what you ain't a man uh when i got man flu i feel like i'm dying yeah respect yeah but you'd still just kind of roll over. Respect. I do. I'm like, yeah. nom nom. Yeah, I am. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, uh, it's never something I've even imagined or thought of. I like being taken care of. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the idea of wearing a diaper or being in like kitty clothes with a little, don't give me, uh, I should say like the pajamas with the button bottoms, you know, where you, yes. you unbutton. That I can see me kind of liking that in a sexual play. Um, I can too, because if if for anyone out there who listened to the last episode, you'll know that Mr. Adam likes to be spanked. I do. He doesn't necessarily like to be hit on his back and other places, but the spanking. So that little trap door thing that gives easy access to the bum for spanking, but not to the rest of the body and for anal play. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that would, I can, I can, there's some, I don't get the diaper thing, but that I can The diaper thing doesn't do it for me, but I now want a pair of feety pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, I can only remember what was the name of that company in the States. They did that cheesy commercial and they were the, the lady was wearing like a onesie at a stadium and it was, uh Oh, gotta go. And you know, cause it had the little trap door so you could like run to the bathroom. And no, I don't remember that. No. Oh, I'll have to call I remember the name there of was that. a urine, like, uh, no. there were, there was a company that was like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. <laughs> that was, I, I do remember that, but, uh, no. Um, anyway, d- we, we digress. But we digress. <laughs> yes. But I do, I, I want a pair of feety pajamas okay. now for maybe my birthday. Right. Yeah. Put that on your birthday list. I will. Sure. Um, yeah. So that's, that was number 10. Ooh, wow. I know. That to me seems surprising. Mm. So I don't. Not so much to me. I'm, I'm going to skip ahead for yeah. me. Uh, okay. Yeah. So what? Okay. One of these is coming up. All right. So number nine. Ooh. <laughs> swinging and group sex. Have you ever, have you ever considered swinging or group sex? It's something that I've thought about. <laughs> It might be interesting, but, you know, it's kind of really far out there, and I'm not sure I can actually go through with it. So, <laughs> God, when you say it like that, you got to stop being so fucking real. Sorry, sorry. Um, 
people can't see your facial expressions. And they're like, wait, Mrs. Adam has never had group sex? She's never been passed around (laughs) like last night's taco? (laughs) I don't know. It's something we do in the States. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, um, absolutely. If we're going for fetishes, that is definitely mine. Oh, dude, I wouldn't even go. So it's funny. I, I look at that. I'm like, that's not a fucking fetish. Please. Because that's that's you, what we do. Because you like it and you partake that's, in it. You don't necessarily see it as a, that. That's a yeah. normal Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have the the infamous, of course, the infamous four night, the group sex, I guess is what mm-hmm. you call that. We have um, three couples or um, or a, a sixer, as I mm-hmm. like to call it, a six pack. Um, we have the <laughs> six, six pack ever. The six and a half, which was yes. my favorite with where one of the partners is well into pregnancy. Quite pregnant, yes. <sighs> that was that's, hot. So let's digress for a moment. Yes. Um, the first woman that I can ever remember being attracted to as a child I have to think about how old I was. I'm I'm 10 years older than her daughter. So I guess I was 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, 10. I had to be 10 because I'm 10 years older than her daughter. Anyway. 10, 10 and a half, yeah. When I saw her as a pregnant woman, it was just like, I'm in love. And at 10, I remember looking at this woman and going, I don't know what to do with the thing between my legs, but I know that what I want to do to you involves that. (laughs) Um, I loved her. She was immensely pregnant. She was one of those. She's like what I would imagine you to be as a pregnant woman. Um, Very thin, but looked like she was smuggling a beach ball. Mm -hmm. Um, there is something about pregnant women and I've had friends who had pregnant wives and they go, it's disgusting, blah, 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 blah. It's like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Uh, I agree though, because the, there women. was, there was another woman in the States that we, I would say kind of softly played with. Oh um, yes. It wasn't full on play like we do now. No. Because of their boundaries. But, um, but she, there was definite was interaction beautiful. with her and yeah but it's that same you've got the especially well into pregnancy you have the, she was this, eight months pregnant maybe she was and then this other one was what seven i think at the I time th- yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just that the the tight belly the breasts and and i was cognizant this time particularly because you know you pregnant women always say oh people want to come up around my belly blah 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 why do you want to rub my belly and so we even asked like before and during play is it okay if i rub your belly and she's like yes i love it it feels good yeah and but it's just Oof. and i mean it's Wolf. a different scenario too than just some random stranger coming right up. right of course yeah but there is just the the form and the shape and the sensuality in that that, that is was great just that was amazing the, having sex with her yeah. honestly ranks up there in my top five sexual experiences that yeah. i've ever had in my entire life um not only am I very attracted to her, I think she's a beautiful, she's a beautiful woman, person, and she's pregnant, a beautiful person pregnant. inside yeah. and out. I, yeah. I absolutely love her. But as a pregnant woman, and she's oof. petite, and she was just uh, round in the right places. Yes, and, and she's adorable. Tight yeah, and like girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pregnant women have always been a fetish for me. Yeah. I love pregnant women. So yeah. Um, so so that was sorry. I completely digressed there. <laughs> Um, I'm now like, I feel like I need a, a, a wet nap. Um, yeah, no. So, and, and I, immediately I look at that and I'm like, I don't, don't worry, know why. That's the lady seat that you're sitting in. Oh, 
<laughs> so it, it's That's good. why it's It has your still. juice and my juice on it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll give this to the lady when she comes back and sees <laughs> us. Hello, lady. Um, I don't know what it is. I'd love to know why. Because admittedly, I really don't know what it is about pregnant women. But when when we walk around, if I see a pregnant woman, like, it doesn't matter what she looks like. Like, you know, she might be a, a an this sounds horrific, but she might be like, if I was going to rank, rank her as a normal, like non-pregnant person, she might be a four or five, but when she's pregnant, she's a strong eight, maybe a nine. And I do not understand that. It's like, there's something about a pregnant woman that I just like, I I love them. Yeah. Pregnant women are beautiful. I get it. It's one of those things too. I've watched pregnant porn. Yeah. They make pregnant porn. Yeah. I've watched it. Mm. Yeah. And it's funny for me, I've, Never wanted children, ever. But there's a part of me that's always wanted to be pregnant. <laughs> because there's something hot about it. And I, I know that it's a very small percentage of the population that actually thinks that. Do you think it's that small? Probably, yeah. We should look this up. Because I don't know. most of the guys that I talk to that have children don't find their wives attractive during pregnancy. Yo, well, that's because they, that's their wives. Yeah, that could be. Maybe. I think I think many men out there are like, <laughs> I only impregnated her, should she leave me the fuck alone? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I digress. I hope that's not the case. Please, if you're like that, don't be an asshole. So um, um, back to number nine. Sorry, 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 sorry. Swinging in group sex. Yeah, yes. so we had the six and a half. We had eight mm-hmm. uh, on a single bed. Yeah. That was uh, that was probably one of my favorite nights that was ever. Awesome. Um, that yeah. was definitely a deer penthouse night. Um I never thought this would happen to me. Um, I constantly discuss things with uh, 15-year-old Mr. Adam. Um, and I look up at the sky and I go, see, 15-year-old Mr. Adam, this shit does happen to real people. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Because, you know, some of us who are raised in a pretty right-wing Christian family um, don't believe that this shit actually really happens. And I can assure you, it actually really happens to nice loving good nice friendly people right and also us assholes it's all i was gonna say because growing up the way we grew up it was always something that you think happens to very promiscuous people bad people and people who yeah who aren't in long-term relationships and whatnot and you know it's just kind of a fly by the seat of your pants type of thing it's not an ongoing but all of our the ones that most of the people that have participated in the group sex times have been our long-term partners oh, their long-term partners it's are very just, good friends yeah yeah you know and and you don't have to be a, a consistent partner or a long-term partner or anything to be a, a very good friend mm-hmm. um mrs adam and i make friends very quickly um we are i think we are very good judges of character um and yeah so once you've hit that spot you're you're in the inner circle yeah <laughs> <laughs> for lack of a better word. All right. So, uh, yeah, that was that's number nine. That's one that we have a lot of experience we with have, and we certainly enjoy. I'm sure we'll talk that about. We might talk about group sex again on this maybe, podcast. Anyway, maybe. I don't know. Um, so, number eight. And oh, we God. have a story about this one. <laughs> Water sports. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what water sports is um apparently according to this website it's the sexual arena is eurolagnia or eurolania eurolania 
I don't know. Uh, apparently, it's more common than you think. Uh, but basically, it's if you've heard of the illustrious golden shower, <laughs> uh, basically, you're, you're pissing on your partner. Uh, you got a wee. To put it bluntly, yes. Uh, you got That's a wee. That's not a sexy way like, to say it. Is it not? No. All right. Say it sexily. I can't. See, you can't. So I went and I went and took the sexiness out of it. And you're 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 weeing. You're taking a whiz. You're um, urinating. Is that, that any better? Oh man, urinating. That's there's nothing more sexy. It's better than, than whiz. Is it? I don't know. I think I think <laughs> going back to what your doctor would say, because um, urinate is really close to urinologist. Um, Urologist. Whatever. Yeah, but I'm talking about the person who studies the urine. <laughs> Okay, right. God damn it. <laughs> I love this woman. Um, I'm going to pee on you tonight. You're not going to know it. I'm just going to wait till you're fully oh, asleep. Oh, I'm pretty sure I'll know it. <laughs> you're gonna know, I'm going to wait till you're fully asleep. <laughs> I'm gonna, I and, just washed the sheets. Can't you wait until it's laundry time again? <laughs> I love that your biggest complaint is I just washed the sheets. See, this is why I married her, folks. <laughs> Her first complaint over me peeing on her while she's sleeping in the middle of the night is that she just washed the sheets. Yeah. yeah. Bless you, child. Wait until laundry time. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little story. <laughs> so Mrs. Adam and I consider ourselves trisexuals. We can't, and we've said this before, but you, you can't say you don't like something unless you've actually tried it. Um, and I often, buy, often go back to my parents. My parents hate sushi, but they've never actually had sushi. So it, <laughs> you don't like the idea of they it. Don't, yeah. yeah, and I'm okay with you saying I don't like the idea of sushi, and that's fine. But you can't say you don't like something if you've never actually tried it. So Mrs. Adam and I, when we were first, we were still dating. Um, this was probably within our first year. Mm-hmm. Um, we were taking a romantic stroll along the beach, and I remember asking her if she'd ever tried water sports. I think I know your answer. I think it was no, but did you try it with your first husband? No. Okay, so you, th- I was a... <gasps> I popped your cherry? Yeah. Sweet. Well, you know, you didn't have many cherries to pop. (laughs) Well, you found one. (laughs) We had talked about it, um, the first husband and I, but it was just, again, that idea never interested either of us, so we didn't bother. And I'll admit, the idea doesn't interest me at all. I don't don't get, I can't think of any pleasure in peeing on somebody. Um, But we had had just enough alcohol. Um, and it was a remote, a, a remote romantic stroll along the beach. And we decided what we needed to do was in order to fully understand and to look at this as scientists, as I think we both think we are, you are, I'm not a scientist, but you are a scientist. Um, we needed to try it, give it a go. So we walked back to the beach house and, uh, did I go first? I went first. Yeah, I did go first. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get near the water spigot, just in case it's gross. Um, I, I whipped my junk out, and I proceeded to pee along her foot, ankle, and leg. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she took it well. Let's just put it that way. What What were your thoughts as I was as I was uh, sprinkling your your lawn? You know, it was just one of those, this is happening, 
it's not really doing anything for me. Yeah, nope, it's still going on. Still not doing anything for me. <laughs> so do you think I, I that... tried. I was like, you know, am I at least a little splooshy? No, no, not really at all. So do you think it was where I was peeing? If I had peed on your chest, would that have changed? No, things? I don't think it would have. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, and we were outside, which I tend to like to be naked outside. So yeah, it's not like yes. the environment was a That's bad true. environment. We we both are very yeah. commonly naked outside. So it it wasn't that. No, it just it was just one of those just doesn't turn me on at all. It was it was like, oh, uh, yeah, okay, good. Now let's wash it off. Done. So and we washed her off. Yeah. Um, and then we moved to the behind their house. They had an outdoor shower. Um. But uh, we didn't go in that shower. We just laid there and, you know, outside the in, in the grass. Um, but I laid beneath her and I allowed her to squat over me and, and start peeing on my foot, ankle and and leg. And the first thing that popped into my mind was, oh, God, it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> um I understand that urine is is at least body temperature, mm -hmm. but it, it was, comes out of the body. <laughs> it came out warmer than I expected it to, and this is coming from somebody who has had you know, his, his firsthand experience with semen. Um, it urine is different than semen. I know. Hashtag don't be a fucking asshole, idiot. <laughs> um, but no, it, I mean it feels differently because you know semen for me it it, it comes back to room temperature really quickly. Probably yeah. because of the volume that it's at. Right. And if you let somebody come in your mouth, it's you 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 don't see a lot of difference. I don't know. Um, but when with the urine, it was really it felt really warm. It did stay. I mean, it's warmer. the equivalent of pouring pouring warm water on you. I was gonna say it did stay warmer than I would necessarily expect it to, but I don't know if like time slowed it's down. <laughs> it's, no, it's volume. It's okay. it, it all has to do with volume. Because you look at, I think the uh, average ejaculate is what between five and ten mil, and you peed probably thirty three hundred mil on me. It was a lot. You yeah. peed. You kept going, um, even after I was grossed out. You were like, "Yeah, Mama still likes this." <laughs> I don't know. Um, Once you start, you got you got to finish. So did did you find any more pleasure from being the being the, the dom rather than the sub no. no yeah i didn't either it um, it didn't to me i will say i i had more enjoyment peeing on you than being peed on mm -hmm. only because i wasn't being peed on mm -hmm. but that's sort of like saying i would rather give you a cold than receive a cold from you <laughs> i was gonna say if anything i would say that if i had to choose i would choose being peed on more than peeing on someone simply because and it may be because it was with you, but because for me, it's a little more awkward in, you know, whereas you have a hose that you can spray wherever you want. I do have a hose that um, I can spray wherever so I want. So it makes it a little easier position-wise and whatnot. Okay, yeah. You can and, aim. Right. And also um, the fact that I know that you don't, you can't rationalize things like that. I can't. 
not necessarily because I mean your first thought is oh my god it's warm yeah. and to me I'm like <laughs> eh, it's you know it's it's urine it's whatever it comes from your body yeah. and you know it's just and so to me I can kind of block that out and mentally go into a different headspace and so you can do it and I don't necessarily it doesn't gross me out see I, I have to admit part of me likes that idea of like tying you your arms behind your back and you're maybe in a in a hog tied kneeling position and putting you in the shower and just just pissing on your pissing on you right not in the face that to me there's a line there but i it's part of me like i like that idea um admittedly i don't think i could do it because it's not in my nature it's that fantasy mr adam not the reality mr adam right Does that make sense yeah it's yeah. weird. I like that idea. It's like, yeah, I threw you in the shower and I piss all over you. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. But once I'm done with you, then I'm like, well, you need to make sure you wash off because, you know, although you're in a sterile, it's still gross and I don't want to put my mouth make on sure it. Make sure you're all sparkly, spanky, clean. And I know, like my ass. Yep, anyway, yep. Uh, so yeah, so that's, um, I, I know it's a pretty common. We have friends we that are into water sports. We have friends that are into it, Like yeah. seriously into yeah. water sports. And it's just. And it's it's awesome. It's great. Good not, for them. Not for us. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't see it as me. No. That's not something I want to do. No. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Number seven. Yes. Cross-dressing. Okay. So, have you ever cross-dressed? It's hard for women. That's not fair. Well, that's what I was going to say. Isn't that like, you know, a third of the week because when I wear pants to work? I mean, what do you No, But no, not actual cross-dressing. I have not. No. So. Well, I now, well, the only time I've ever done anything like that would be Halloween. I have but to say. But not in seriousness. One of the things that I think is sexy on a woman, like really sexy, is a man's white shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, if you include cufflinks with that, which you mean I like think the OSS party that's coming up, oh, that's right. If uh, it's going to be passed probably uh, okay. by the time this they'll podcast comes out, but they'll, yeah. they'll, I think they'll do it again. Uh, I think uh, C from C and D at yep. Swinging Down Under uh, suggested doing this, and it was I think it's a fantastic idea because where the women wear the men's shirts. When yeah. a woman wears a man's shirt, to me, is massively hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you include cufflinks, which I think for me are specifically masculine Masculine, um there's something really arousing about a woman with a white dress shirt with cufflinks and nothing else we need to we need to work on this as a still not exactly cross-dressing no it's not it's not so i will say i think that i would be excellent in drag oh yes yes you would um i have worn mrs adam's uh, boots. Mm-hmm. There will never be pictures on Twitter. There will likely never be twi- pictures on Twitter of that. Um, the lady has a picture. I know you touch yourself to that picture, lady. <laughs> 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 I love torturing that girl. Um, yeah, we uh, during a recent play time, we uh, I. I was like, oh, I think I could put your boots on and walk around in yep. them. And I did put her boots on, and I can fucking rock and around in them because I'm, you know, listen, when we go to Rocky Horror Picture Show, I'm Dr. fucking Frankenfurter. And you're a fucking fantastic I'm, one, too. I'm hot as hell. I could wear a bustier with the best. Of, maybe I do like cross-dressing. I just, it's not something that I normally do. I enjoy it. Like, dressing up as Frankenfurter, I enjoy. Maybe That's Maybe you should fun. try it more often. To what extent? To what end? That's my issue. It's like, I don't want to do it to be... But you can just do it here for us, or for even play parts. Do you find it attractive? 
and I don't think any of our play partners are really going to want to well, see me walking around. Well, probably in, will, in, but you could do it for me. Would you enjoy that? I don't know. I mean, you do make an attractive Frankenfurter. I'm, I'm beautiful is what I like yeah. to think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so now I'm all confused. And it makes you feel good. I thought I, I did make me feel good. I felt like I looked and pretty. That's what, yeah, see, that's what matters. <laughs> is that what the point is? Yes. <sighs> Would you like to see me in makeup? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know either. I've I've worn I makeup, seen, but I was in I was I in high school. Saw you as Dr. Frankenfurter in makeup. Did you like that? I don't know. You looked kind of good when you grabbed my red lipstick and. Weird. Now I'm all confused. I'm yeah. now really confused because I thought I knew what I wanted before this podcast, like ten minutes ago. But now I'm thinking, like, all right, maybe. Maybe I do so like cross-dressing. I just have never really done it. I was going to say, we haven't tried it in seriousness other than costumes. Yeah. So I admit, I will fully admit that when I was a kid in high school, I was probably a sophomore, junior in high school, I would sneak into my mom's closet, and there was a couple of times I put her one of her two of her dresses on. There was a green one that I absolutely loved, and I would prance around the house in it. I don't know why. There was no, I didn't masturbate. I didn't, it was just clearly, it was, it was purely. Did you feel pretty? I have a overconfidence issue. I always feel pretty. Because <laughs> you're always pretty. That's why. It's not even that. Because it's funny because I say that and I don't necessarily mean it. Um, but I don't know. Did I feel pretty? That's a wonderful question. I don't know. But I remember putting the dress on and feeling like, yeah, this is fun. It's not like I don't I don't look at it. It wasn't sexual. It mm-hmm. wasn't I don't know why I did it. I did it for some reason. I would love to know if that's normal. If like do most boys dip into their mom's closet and try I didn't do put her shoes on. I don't I don't remember putting her shoes on. I came in, and then in my senior year in high school, we did a, a womanless beauty pageant. Um, and I came in first runner-up only because I refused to put on a two-piece bathing suit because a two-piece bathing suit is for whores. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kid, have you listed yourself lately? Fuck you. Do we need to go back to the numbers episode? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think that. I don't really think that. I don't think that. There, I do not slut shame and... Uh, let me let's be realistic. If I was to wear a bathing suit, it'd be a fucking two piece bathing suit. <laughs> um anyway. But I digress. So I don't know. Now I'm all confused and I feel like we should explore this. I am willing to try on women's clothes and prance around for you, um, and see if I or you get sexual gratification out of it. I do have to say that my Again, it was for Halloween, but my first husband one year, he went as as a hoe and I went as the pimp, of course, because that's what you do. Um, But he dressed up in his mother's um, leopard print dress, you know, very skin tight, short Mm -hmm. dress and borrowed one of her bras and stuffed it and whatnot. And and um, and he's got long at the time, you know, just long, thin legs, nice calves and very high cheekbones so mm-hmm. when you put the makeup on he had long hair at the time so he was shaved That's and awesome. he, you know put makeup on him with the high cheekbones and the long hair was he, just, pretty? he looked really pretty yeah actually did that turn you on did you all have uh, sex well, like afterwards yeah we always had sex that's my girl uh, but i i don't i don't know i can't remember if it necessarily turned me on mm-hmm. but i remember thinking he looks really pretty did it turn him on do you know i don't think oh, so now i want to ask him i don't think so i can ask him and yeah. see 
but I don't think it did. It was just one of those, it's Halloween, and, you know, you do something different and really out of the box, because nobody expected that. No. Um, and especially he's borrowing his he's mom's clothes, man. too, you know? Yeah, he's a manly man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just, I don't know. But at the huh. same time, it's like, you know... I guess at that time I saw him in a little different light because I knew he had high cheekbones and whatnot, of course. But still, when you put the makeup on and you accentuate those things, you're like, well, yeah, you're kind of pretty. I have to admit, when I put your boots on and and we're talking about the knee-high boots that are – And the stiletto heels. And the stiletto heels. And I was walking around the house in those. I was like, holy shit, my ass. (laughs) Dude, like I I looked like – well, they often say that you the reason you wear high heels is to make your ass more pert and mm-hmm. a, more apparent for mating. And I was pretty apparent for mating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was turning myself on with my own ass, um, which we all know that I've hit, my, hit on myself in saunas before and mirrors. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's another story. All right, let's move on. Uh, so that was cross-dressing. Yes. Which apparently we need to touch on again. Anyway. Okay. Number six, which is what I understand to be the most common uh, of all f- sexual fetishes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what this is? Drum roll, please. No. Foot fetish. Oh, yeah. I can worships. see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a lot of people into that. So, you know, reading through this, this is interesting. Um, so... And, and I've read this before. It's, uh, the long and short of it is that Sigmund Freud uh, said that the reason that most people develop a foot fetish is the fact that the human foot resembles a penis. Okay. Which makes me wonder if Sigmund Freud had either seen either a foot or a penis. <laughs> uh, because uh, I look at my foot and I don't see my cock. No. And I look at my junk and I don't see no toes. I, I No. I don't really see that resemblance. I don't but see that at all. Um, but apparently sure. 90% of all foot fetishists mm-hmm. are men. I can I can see that. Um, and I will tell you that uh, Lolo Lady. Yep. Our, our love, she has gorgeous she feet. She has gorgeous feet. Her following, her major following on Twitter is because of feet. Yeah. Uh, she posts these beautiful pictures of her very well manicured, very well pedicured, I guess, and feet. And she also has... Very nicely shaped. Feet. They're very nicely shaped. Yeah. Um, it doesn't do it for me. I look at feet and I'm like, oh yeah, it's a foot. You have beautiful feet, but I don't want to put them in my mouth. I don't want to. The whole foot worship thing. Don't I don't get it. If you touch my feet, I will kick you in the fucking face. <laughs> That's Let's true. put that very clear. He's very sensitive on his feet. You uh, don't touch them. My at most all. recent male partner, he yeah. grabbed my feet, and I was like, dude, this is a warning. I might kick you in the face. Yeah. Um, so that and he was, and we were like, his face was up next to mine at the time. I will, I'm limber enough. I will come up and <laughs> kick your face. I just don't, don't touch yeah. my feet. No. So I, try, my first husband and I, we tried that. Um, cause again, it was one of those things you're like, oh yeah, you're always told that feet are pretty and you're supposed to do, you know, we tried the whole sucking. Foot worship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we tried the whole sucking toes thing and all of that as well. And it just, it really didn't do anything for either of us. And I think. Part of it, too, is I'm a little self-conscious of my feet because I have arthritis and scars and things. And, you know, so I don't think my feet are near as gorgeous as, as like, Lolo ladies. I mean, hers are just perfect. Um, so, I, to me, it's, you know, I don't really, sure, you can pay attention to them, but I'm kind of self-conscious of that. Interesting. And as far as me, you know, with someone else's feet, 
they're fine. And if it turns you on, then sure, I'll do it. But it does nothing for me. So it's it's funny because, you know, for me, um, like, I like your feet mm-hmm. when you're when I'm fucking you and your feet are up near my face. Yes. Like I put your yeah, yeah, your yeah. legs on my shoulders kind of thing and your feet are there. Yeah. Then I'm like all about kissing your feet and but I'm often But that's different, I think. Well, I'm often self-conscious about that because I don't want to make you self-conscious because I know you're self-conscious. Well, there's a lot of self-consciousness going on there. But like I In I, that kind of scenario, it's different though because the feet aren't the focus. Okay. Cuz I can see me sucking your toes but if you're, when your feet are right there. Yeah. I, I've and I've I've almost done it before but stopped myself because I know you're self-conscious about your feet. And I'm like, I don't want to draw attention to her feet because I know she's not. I want her to focus on, you know, the whole sex act. But in that scenario, it's okay. It's more just if, you know, we're, if you're sitting there and all you're focused on is my feet. So for, and again, for me, the, and again, not. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Not knowing what the normal attitude, why most people like feet. The reason I want to do that is because, and you're going to make the face, and I wish that our listeners could see your face when I say this, but I am beneath you mm-hmm. in all aspects of that. So as a subservient to you, sucking your toes, kissing your feet, that just puts me, that helps me get in that mental space of being beneath you. Yeah, um, I can And see I that. like that. Yeah. Um, that for me is a, it, that's the kind of fetish that I do get that. So I'm sub- completely submissive to you. Even when I'm, we're in a, in a position where I'm fucking you, I still want it to be clear that you are the one in charge and that, and by kissing your feet or, or sucking on your toes or whatnot, You're that, showing that. I, yeah. I'm expressing that mm-hmm. submission to you. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. So, um, there you go. Um, number five, one of my favorites, spanking. <laughs> oh man, I love, I I love being spanked. Um, I really. Have we ever done that? What do you mean? Have we ever done the spanking thing? Like on the on the podcast or no, in I'm general? Just kidding. That's like that. That's like a <laughs> weekly thing for us. Yeah. No, um, I really, I really like that. Yeah. And I, I like it, too, with different implements. Uh, you mean as the spanker or not the yes, spanky? Yes, as the spanker. I rarely spank you. No, yeah, yeah, rarely. It's hard for me. Yeah. And when you do, it's always a surprise. It's like, whew, okay. But do you like it? 
Yes, I don't think I like it as frequently as you do. Yeah. But I, part of why I like it is because it's a surprise and because it's different. Okay. And it's like, ooh, he's breaking out of character a little bit. It is. Bit. It's and it's really yeah. out of character for me. Um, I am almost always the submissive. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, even but I say that like like when when we're having sex and if I'm on top, I'm 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 like fully into it, and I'm I'm I'm. If I'm the thruster, <laughs> then I, I, I'm fully taking control. But I'm not one to ex um, exhibit pain or right. to give right. pain yeah. or, or, or be a top. I'm not a top. I'm not a top. Um, even though I think there's part of me that would love to flip that switch and become it. Because, you know, we've had some a few moments in the recent past where I've held you down and, and kind of been a little more aggressive with you, mm -hmm. um, including spanking where the once got a little bit out of control and you were, your ass was red. You were afraid you'd be bruised. Not afraid, but I thought uh, I you would were, be. It was like, Ooh, well, I'm, I'm willing to bet I'm going to be bruised. And then I wasn't surprisingly, not that it matters. It was just more of a curiosity, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard for me because uh, because I have limit issues, and I think that's part of the control is that, or part of my issues is, is that control. It's like I don't want to overstep a bound that. But that's why you have a safe word. <sighs> yeah, I guess it. it but it, then it goes back to that trust that I want to trust that you would say the safe word and not try to just please me. I know. Don't make that face. I wish you all could see your face. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's I like a bitch please face. So um, a little backstory on me mm -hmm. um, there and, and some more information. There was a study done in the UK that talks about children who were ill at young ages and how they um, are were, were ended up more likely to become um, bottoms or, to, like or in, pain. In, to like pain. Um, and so I was diagnosed as type one diabetic from a very young age. I can guarantee you we'll talk more about that, uh, in the future because it's part of our, uh, body image issues, um, that I have a massive body image issue over it, um, which we'll discuss again at a later time. But anyway, so the long and short of it is that children who grew up with some sort of disease in which they needed to be hurt in order to be healthy, i.e. for diabetics, uh, you know, regular shots or checking your blood glucose. Um, we equate this pain with a, a positive feeling. Um, so you, you equate pain with life. Yeah. Pain with life, pain, yeah. pain, not necessarily with pleasure as a child, but pain with it's a necessary evil. Yeah. Um, and so there was this really great study out of, uh, I wish I could remember which university it was in the UK, but it was probably Edinburgh if I had to guess, but I don't, I don't know. I need to check that. Um, I'll cite my source later. Um, but it, uh, yeah, I, I, I totally, I get that. Um, and it, it, it makes sense to me and it at least helps me sort of justify why I like being spanked, why I like pain, um, whether it's reality or not, it helps me. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, he, <laughs> all right. So we move on. Sure. Uh, number four, voyeurism and exhibitionism. We both love that one. Oh, God. On both accounts. On both accounts. 
every time I'm ever in a ho- every time I'm on the train, every time I'm in a hotel, I'm always looking in people's windows. When I'm walking by you on the street, yep. I'm looking in windows. Looking in the house. I, yeah. I want to see people in their natural habitat. You don't have to be fucking. I just want to see you doing what you're doing. Just daily life. Yeah. It sounds creepy when I say it that yeah. way. But um, yeah, but it's a, just a, as you're walking by, and then in a big city, it's part of it it's not like you know if you have your curtains or your blinds open people are going to see in and we always have our curtains open. i mean always it's it's a big city and there's things are close together there's a lot of people coming and going and hustling bustling whatever and you're going to look in the windows because you want that sunshine so people you're going to leave the windows open people are going to see in. they're going to see what you're doing you know they're going to see if you're cooking dinner if you're watching tv whatever it doesn't you know if you're working it you're going to see whatever. And yeah. and it's kind of intriguing to, I mean, I have to admit, even as we're walking around, I look in and I'm like, you know, not just necessarily what are people doing, but how do they decorate? What What is the layout of the house even? <laughs> it's everything. It's just, yeah. um, but, you know, when you're talking about people specifically and like when we've gone to some of the swingers clubs, you know, it's, we love to have sex in front of other people. Oh, God, and we, so much. we love to have other people watch us. And the inverse to that is that we love to watch other people. And that's part of the fun of going to the swingers clubs. Whether we play with other people or not is watching them and having them watch us. Yes, completely. I I would almost rather have sex with you in front of a group than have sex with anyone else in that group. Mm. In fact, I would say that bar none. I would rather put on a show than than have sex with somebody else. Yeah. I think we put on a it's, good show. It's a, it's a really big turn on, really. So Mrs. Adam and I even did cam four for yep. a while um, where you have sex on camera mm-hmm. and people tip and, and whatnot. Um, and that was that was good. That was fun. Yeah. We need to cash that money in. Yeah. Actually, now I think about it. Um, so, yeah, just reading through this uh, this website, it was that uh, studies show men are more voyeuristic than women with 12% of men being aroused while – uh, watching sexual acts compared to only 4% of women. So you are wow. part of only 4% of women. I think those people are lying. I'm, come on, those numbers. That means four, pe- four women in 100 are aroused by watching random people having sex. I, I cannot I believe that. that. So believe. if you had an apartment where you had a, there was another apartment across the road and there was a, a couple in that apartment that even if you found them... It doesn't even matter if you found them attractive or not, because across the road, it's hard to tell if you found somebody truly sure. attractive yeah. or not. But if you ha- if they were having sex, who wouldn't watch that? Mm-hmm. Am I just that much of a deviant that you it seems as though you would watch it, whether you find it attractive or not, you would watch it just out of curiosity to see what they do. How long does it last? What you know, where are they when they're doing it? Just all the little ins and outs. Yeah. Just the curiosities and, you know, and yeah. the, the other, and, is and, and are they into it or is, you know, he clearly not, she's right. not or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, or some days one is, one isn't, I don't know. It's, it's how relationships go. And, and those little nuances is what would be interesting to pick up on. You know, and the other side of that, the other side of that same coin is the exhibitionism. Yeah. So you look at, so what we've just described is voyeurism. Mm-hmm. So exhibitionism. I'm pretty confident most people are into that. If not, why would you exercise in a public gym? Sure. You know, if you go to the gym, there there is that, 
you know, you're in a group setting, so you're you're trying to you you suffer as a group, so you know you're working for that. But you can go to a gym, and we've all been to gyms where you see that people are working out; they're showing off. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're, they're they they may not be beautiful, or they may be working towards beautiful, but they're clearly showing off. You know, and the same can be said of the beach. Mm-hmm. Why would you go to the beach? You know. There is that there is that want to get into the water, sure, but if we aren't exhibitionists, we all women would wear two piece or one piece bikini or one piece bathing suits. And they would all no look bikinis. exactly the same. They would have no patterns. Would they be, would have yeah. no different uh, cuts. It would just be all the same. Exactly. Every, there would be no variation. Yeah. There's no individualism so, there. You know. So yeah. there would be. You know, in Australia, there's budgie smugglers. Uh, if you don't know what that is, lucky you. Um, but you know, there's, there's the budgie smugglers, there's these, you know, like those trunks there's, mm-hmm. and then full, full like board shorts and et cetera, et cetera. So that there's all that exhibitionism there that we tend to ignore as a society. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to me. I think exhibitionism is huge. I think, I think voyeurism di- is less, but people are exhibitionists. They want to show off. I've walked down the street in Sydney in the CBD and seen women where I can see that beautiful ass cleft that 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 right at the bottom of their ass cheeks to their thigh mm-hmm. that little cleft there you can see that under their skirt or shorts that's exhibitionism for me I think the difference though is that exhibitionism where you still have clothing on versus none whatsoever you know when you're completely naked you're a little more vulnerable and so while some people feel like even just having the slightest hint of clothing gives them an extra little bit, but then you take that off, are they as confident? No, oh, that's a good point. That's a very good point. And I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I for me, I enjoy being naked. Anybody who oh, watches yeah. our Twitter feed, I love the moon. I love, I'm very confident in my ass. That's the one part of my body that I am 100% completely comfortable and confident with i love my ass mm-hmm. um and so i like to show it off and so anybody <laughs> watches our twitter feed i apologize for the mooning but uh it's a nice ass i like the I moon. Love it. uh you know and i think you have beautiful tits and you flash people in public and it's it's hot i have no problem being naked in public uh, yeah i mean yeah we go to nude beaches and uh i think that's I don't know. It works for us. Yeah. So the whole voyeurism and exhibitionism, that's, that is a, a kink, a fetish that I would say. We're well on that one. Almost more than even with group and, and, and swinging. I would prefer being naked in front of people and on stage. If I had to rank it, I would say yes. Yeah. That's my favorite, yeah. I think. Yeah. And voyeurism, even over exhibitionism. I love looking in windows. There's something to me that is so arousing about that, but whatever. All right. We're in the top three. Okay. What are they? Number three is rubber latex leather. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts? We have a little bit of latex. We do have a little bit of latex. We have a lot. Of, I think comparatively, we have a lot of latex to many people. Right. Yes, um, I like it a lot. Um, it's a good feeling. I Yeah. Um, I had never had any 
uh, recently bought the trunks, which mm-hmm. if you follow us on Twitter, you've seen those trunks. Mrs. Adam, her New Year's Eve dress mm-hmm. was a beautiful latex piece from uh, Max Black. My trunks are from Max Black. Yep. This is our our Max Black plug because <laughs> they're fucking awesome. Uh, they have a full fucking latex room. So if you've never seen latex, it's a good place to go and just sort of like, oh, this is fucking latex. And they have such a great variety. Yes. And that's what's, I mean, every time we go there, it's like, oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. Yeah. But, you know, there's a limit. Oh, yeah. Get, but it's called a credit limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they have some just amazingly beautiful pieces there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the time before last we went, I tried on a latex polo shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, ladies and gentlemen. And that's when Mr. Adam learned the value of a, a zipper or snaps or some buttons or something all the way down. Or a good deep breath. Yes. Um, there was, as I'm taking, I put the shirt on. Mrs. Adam helped me put the shirt on. Uh, the lovely folks at Max Black let us have one of their little rooms to try it on in. Um, gave me some baby, baby powder to dry my shit off with. Uh, put put this polo on and, uh, I, you know, I was actually pretty comfortable in it. Yeah. Um, but for me, latex needs to be sexy. And when you, part of sexy is taking something off. And a polo <laughs> shirt, if you've ever put on or taken off a polo shirt, you know it's just it's a one way on, one way off. Um, and latex doesn't move like normal cotton fabrics. Um, so as I'm there, I wish I'd had a picture of this, of me <laughs> on my knees in front of you. Uh, with you trying to help me take this latex shirt off. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point she looks at me and goes, the next 10 seconds are going to be difficult. Take a deep breath. And then she Hold starts pulling. Yeah, yeah. She takes, starts pulling this thing off of me. And of course I'm dumb as hell and I don't listen to her. Um, and I'm trying to breathe while this latex is all over my face and shit. Um, and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. And I could see the headlines of the Sydney morning Herald. American expatriate dies at Max Black suffocating in a latex shirt, <laughs> which would be great publicity for Max Black. And I'm all about that shit. Good for them. Uh, but, you know, I don't want my mama to see that in the newspaper. I don't want that to be the last clipping she gets of me. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. I was afraid. Um, so what we learned from that is that Mr. Adam doesn't wear latex shirts unless they're vests or zippered or snapped. They do have a vest that's, that I really like. I think it would look really hot on that you. That might be our next purchase. Yeah. I love that vest. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, yes. Uh, latex pillows, not in my future. Latex no. dress for you, hot as fucking hell. Latex is, I think it's hot in general. Everybody's seen um, the picture. It's great. It's, it's just, it makes you feel sexy for one. Um, I mean, now, now, yeah, for me particularly, it's a little, um, I don't know, I, I have a little few self-conscious issues with it because it accentuates everything. Yeah, but you're perfect. No, that's not true. Uh, you can think that, but it's not true. Where's not perfect? So, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's 100% happy with their body. Comfortable, confident, it's fine. But still, there are things you would change. I feel like I should bring this up to you the next time I'm having body image yeah, issues. Yeah, probably. Sure. All right. But, uh, but no, but the latex is awesome because while, you know, you are cognizant of every bump and curve and whatever, 
at the same time, it, it sucks you in and, and it holds you in place. And there's you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I told, I told uh, Lady the same thing. I was talking about when I what so I bought the trunks that yeah. had the two zippers in the front. I was like, uh, you don't get a fucking choice as to where things go. The latex decides for you. Yep. Yep, it sure does. Um, and I think your dress is the same way. You don't get a choice. That, nope. You just that you just <laughs> accept that that's where your body's going to be. But at the same time, it it because the latex does hug every curve. It's just sexy as fuck. I mean, yeah, I just it I really love, is. love latex. It's good stuff. Yeah. So, what's your opinion of leather? So, go ahead. Nah, go ahead. I was going to say leather for me has a different connotation. Mm-hmm. For me, leather And I'm going to say this, and I don't, I don't mean it necessarily. I don't mean it negatively at all. But for me, leather has a distinctly gay feel to it. Because I really? all, when you say leather, I think of leather daddies and like these. I think of bikers, <sighs> biker chicks, biker guys. I think of that well, kind of leather, leather daddy is a. It would I, I would say yeah. is a biker guy. You know, it's kind of these guys that wear these leather chaps or yeah. leather. And, you know, they're big bear men that I'm all about. You know, they can fucking fully take advantage of me. But for me, leather is a is a very distinct uh, gay community. I don't think of it that way. I think of like biker like guys, biker kind of girls. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to me, it's a uh, an empowering, domineering type uh, connotation to it. Okay. Um, because they're they're usually people that are confident in themselves that I see wearing more leather Um, and it's while it's shapely and can hug as much as latex because of the nature of the fabric it doesn't have the same sex appeal to it it's it doesn't have that elasticity that latex has yeah I would say it has more of a the appeal to it is the domination to me um, and, and that strength that it conveys. Because it, it does convey much more of a strength than I think latex does. Um, latex is a little more on the sexy side. Leather's a little more on the strong side for me. Interesting. Okay. I get that. I understand. What, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of in that boat. Because when I think of a leather daddy. I you mean, think girl. Like, I think of a yeah. girl kind of bear kind of, mm-hmm. of man that I'm like, all right, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. How about, like masks and things like the gas masks that they have what do you think of those they don't do a lot for me okay um i don't have a lot of experience with them no me neither i mean really at all um i play fallout but just (laughs) yes yes you do um but i it just doesn't really have a lot of appeal to me and maybe i just haven't been in the right scenario with the right person yeah but in and of itself, it doesn't yeah. seem sexual to no, me. No, it doesn't. I get it as a role play costume yeah. kind of thing, but I don't get it as a sexual like whatever. I agree. All right, moving on. Mm-hmm. Number oh, oh who would have sexual thought? role play? Wait, if that's number two, what's number one? Just wait. <laughs> um, we don't do this at all. This is not something that we do. I have with one of our partners. Which one? Danny. Uh, the schoolgirl thing. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't, but that's, you wore a costume. You didn't actually sexually role play it. That's so true. So when I, when I think, for me, when I think sexual role play, I think um, 
nun student kind of thing. Right. I think um, Catholic school school girl and either principal or teacher sort of thing. Right. I think, and that's with Danny. So Sandy and I, uh, we dressed up in this schoolgirl outfit. There's a picture on Twitter for that. That was my birthday present. Yeah, so we dressed up like that. That's one of the things that Danny really likes, and so we dressed up for him. We didn't do the whole role play and whatnot. I don't think we were given much chance to anyway. Because he pounced on you like you were a a, a, a $5 note on the middle of the street. It was later in the evening, and we may have had a few drinks beforehand. Hashtag Um, drunk. So there was not a lot of of role play or anything beforehand, but we at least dressed up and, you know. He had a, a, some kind of a very quick fantasy in his brain before he pounced on us. We have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you and I, we never do we that. We don't, no. What do you think? Uh, do you want to draw that? Is that something that would interest you, any role playing? So for me, I, and this is a weird thing for me because I understand it's different than most people, but I am absolutely totally fine getting up in front of a group of people and playing whatever you want me to play i will be whoever you want me to be in front of a group of people one-on-one is different one-on-one is hard because you know me and i i am who i am Uh so to be someone else it's hard for you to act it's uncomfortable interesting whereas you put me up in front of 10 20 300 people i can be whatever you want but one-on-one that's that's not me. That's not who I am, and that's a lot harder. I find that fascinating. Um, I have never had a partner that either wanted to, was willing to, or wanted me yeah. to role play. So I've never, I have never in my entire life, other than, oh god, I'm so embarrassed. This is why I didn't get laid until I was mid twenties. Um, other than Dungeons and Dragons, I've never role yeah. played anything. It's like it's it just wasn't. None of my previous partners were really into it, so it was never anything that I had any reason to do. Um, but again, for me, just that the one-on-one is a lot harder than a group. I is. will say, I have a fantasy of role-playing that we've never done, that I think we've maybe have talked about. I would love to imagine that you and I are, we don't know each other. Mm-hmm. And that you go or I go to a bar. Yep. It's that it's that stranger's thing to see if I can pick you up even now, which I realize in real in 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 realistically isn't real. It doesn't work because both of us are coming back to sleep at our place. So you know whether I pick you up or not, we're still going to come back to the same place. That could still be fun. I would love and to I'm, try I'm that. I'm actually. Come up with two different names and, and actually, literally, one of us be the aggressor and one of us be the non. And one of us actually play hard to get and try to try to prevent the other person from yeah. fucking them. Yeah. I think that could be fun to try. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to put this into motion at some point. All right. You know, we'll, yeah. That I think could be that, interesting. I think it would be interesting to do, especially in a bar where people don't know us yeah, and yeah. you just sort of... You have to break the ice. You have to, I think there's, and it it goes back to that safety net thing. You know that you're going home with that person. Mm -hmm. Even if, if it doesn't work, we go home separately. Yeah, absolutely. And then once we get back to the apartment, we're, we're back to ourselves. If you, if we both make it back together, then we are still those people until the next morning. Right. That to me seems like a fun role play to play. 
I think we should do this. All right. This could be fun. I was going to say, you, you look all excited now. <laughs> um, it scares me because I'm, I'm pretty confident that I do not have the game to pick you up. I wish I did. You're, I don't know. You're so far out but of my league. But you know me a lot better now, though. I do now, but you could pretend that you're someone else. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, so that's our role play. We don't I, – I wish we – part of me wishes we did role play, but at the same time, I feel kind of goofy when I role play. Yeah. Um, when maybe you if we hit do, me – Maybe if we do it more, then it won't feel so goofy. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder what we should start with. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, surprise, surprise. Number one, domination and submission. I feel like we have plenty of experience with this. Um, you are definitely the dom. Yes. Um, I am definitely submissive to yes. you. Um, I think possibly people who listen to this podcast may not agree because I talk more, but just because I talk more does not mean that um, <laughs> the beautiful woman across from me does not have complete control over her me she's nodding her head that's true yes um he just likes to hear himself talk i do i have a very sexy voice and you have a, i was gonna say you have a nice <laughs> voice yeah um i love submitting control to you yeah um i don't know where that comes from i'd like to know where that comes from but i don't um i, I come from a very all the women in my family are domineering mm -hmm. and strong women. Maybe that's it. Um, but I love giving up control to you. You know, and sexually, we don't do it very often. Like sexually, I feel like we're 50-50. You know, there's times. So you look at the, the male strong, the, male, the masculine power positions mm -hmm. are, you know, missionary, mm -hmm. um, uh, doggy style. And then the female, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing something, but the female dominant positions are cowgirl, reverse cowgirl, of course. Yeah. Um, and then I would say, even you know, everything else is sort of 50-50. The spooning, the the sort of cross hatch that we do occasionally. Yeah. Um, all of those are, are sort of a, a give and take. Um, I tend to prefer the ones in which you are in control. Right but they still make me nervous. But if we play, I say like not, I'm going to say for the benefit of most people out there, like quote unquote, not everyday sex. It's always me in control over you. Like if we're yes. on the S, if we're, yeah. you know, like weekend sex or anything like that. Weekend sex. That's um, great. That's a great <laughs> description. But you know, those times it's very much I'm in control and you're not. Um, I would agree with that. Um, or dominating, I guess. Not. How do you feel? About, how was? How were you? So you've had a relatively long list of partners. How were you with other partners? I was generally always in control. There was only one where I was n not. I would say physically not always in control, but still controlling the scene. Who was um, that? Was that the, the NFL? football player, yeah. yeah. I mean, because he's a much, much bigger person than yeah. me. Um, and, and he was more aggressive in general. But at the same time, he was very tender about things. And so, yeah. you know, if I wanted something, I could very easily control things. 
Um, but no, I was all I've always been the more dominant, dominant one. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Um, Do you I'm miss? trying to think of now. There's, uh, I would say the first husband and I we kind of switched some here and there depending he seems, on he's a bigger kind of stronger guy yeah and and it would depend on the scenario the night what was going on situational dependencies um we would switch between the two okay. but I it's hard for me to be submissive so if I had to be it was it just wasn't really natural for me because occasionally yeah. you and I switch roles yes. and by occasionally I mean once in every six weeks and it's nice. It's it's nice occasionally to do that. Um, I mean, because we had a very brief but um, male partner didn't play with you, played with me. The lifesaver. Yeah, and he would throw me around like a rag doll. It was and amazing. it was so different that it was like, ooh, that's kind of nice because yeah. it was out of the blue. It was unexpected. It was hot. And it was really kind of nice. Watching him with you, he threw you around like you were a rag doll. Yeah. Like you were a, a blow-up doll. I mean, he could it just great. pick me up, and it was yeah. fantastic. And that's how it is with you when you get dominant, because it is so rare that it's one of those, whew, well, this is out of the blue. It's kind of nice. Yeah. And it, because it's kind of surprising, I think, yeah. is why I enjoy it. Not necessarily all the time, but because it's that one-off, I'm like, you know, it just kind of catches you. So it's funny. As of recent... And I, I'm admitting this on a podcast, which I probably shouldn't, but <laughs> I've been drinking, so it's okay. Um, the way I imagine it is, I think of it as if I'm a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds odd to say. And I don't necessarily mean I'm a wolf, like, err, but it's that thing that you become two something. Two different sides of you. It's two different sides of the same coin. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It is. Ah, oh, that's even a better one. I mm-hmm. become Mr. Hyde with you. And it's like for... Mr. Hyde is in control, and it's Dr. Jekyll's still in there somewhere, mm-hmm. um, but he has absolutely no control, and that actually scares me. So, you know, we've had a few play sessions in the very recent past where I'm choking you, mm-hmm. and I am confident that if you said the safe word, I would stop, but then there's that part of me that's like, if she said the safe word, would I stop? And that that terrifies me. I hate that part of me. Um, and I, which is why I've always, I've always felt very akin to the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a frightening place to be in, to think that, you know, you have control, but you really don't have control. Right. Um, and it's, I think it for, for a sub, it's very terrifying for me, at least it is. It's very terrifying to think that I, I might not <laughs> have control of my own faculties because something or someone else has control of it mm-hmm. and it's a different personality but you know playing with that with the choking of you that's right. it's hot it's really i really enjoy and it. i enjoy it just because it is so rare from you and it's one of those anomalies yeah it's yeah weird so it's like oh this is kind of different out of the blue and all right let's go with it yeah. you know yeah uh, but i yeah yeah I don't know. It's um, I, I, yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I feel like we've touched on uh, the top ten. That's top ten for um, you. So yeah, I we definitely appreciate everybody listening to us. Yep. Um, we are uh, <laughs> w- 
we're still sort of learning our own, I think, kinks and fetishes. Yep, we keep trying, absolutely. which is why we call ourselves trisexuals. We'll give it a go. Um, if it works for us, it works for us. If it doesn't, then, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so surprisingly, our kink episode is now going to be split into three parts. We originally thought it was going to be two parts because I know <laughs> Mrs. Adam has some questions for me. And I have a couple of questions over here for her. But as we've gone now an hour and nearly 10 minutes, uh, we're going to wrap this Time one up number and, three. And, and move on to number three. So Sorry, guys. It's going to drag out for shit you. Balls. This is amazing. Um, that's what you get when you get a couple of folks that don't know how to shut up. Uh, well, at least one. Hey. <laughs> you can spank me later. I know. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you are looking to talk to us, you can email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on Twitter. That is our preferred source of communication. Uh Find us at the Atoms of Love, or you can find us at the Facebook thing. I don't know. Atoms Love. Or, I'm sorry. By the by, podcast. Blah 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 blah. I don't know. Search for us. Uh, still working on that. Yes. Well, by that yes. point, it'll be up, all right. No, I'm still working on it. Okay. Sure. Still working on it. Sure. Sit down. You. Hey, you. Right there. Sit mm-hmm. down. Yep. Yep. Still working on it. Look, I got all dominant. Yeah. With that invisible person who was standing up and won't <laughs> shut up. Um, yeah, but uh, do us a favor. Find us on iTunes, on uh, Pocket Casts, on Stitcher. Review us. Uh, tell us how much you love us. If you love us, please tell your friends. If you don't love us or think we're boring, shut your mouth and sit your fuck down. That's right. Look, Mr. Adam's getting all serious and shit. <laughs> um, I'm a feared. <laughs> <laughs> She's not. She's not. Uh, I won't choke you. Uh, I won't. Uh, but yeah, so review us. We 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 would love to get a little more out there so that people know we exist. Um, so yeah, so uh, stay tuned. Um, the next episode will come up and it'll be part three where uh, yes. Mrs. Adam talks a lot and uh, I'll do a little more listening and, and uh, whatever. So uh, thanks so much. That's not likely. <laughs> thanks, what? guys. Whatever. <laughs> planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.